This is Infection, the Survival Podcast, recorded live on Tuesday, October the 18th, 2022, episode 405. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome into another edition of Infection, the Survival Podcast. Infection is your source for the latest on the video game industry news and all of that stuff with some common sense political commentary, which seems to be an oddity these days. My name is Nick Craig. You can follow me on Twitter at Nicholas M. Craig. You can check out my daily political antics at my uh, radio show at nickcraig.com. You can uh, check that out and our website, infectionpodcast.com. I can't do this thing alone. Joining me as he does each and every week with the uh, retro wave background and a t-shirt, Brian with an eye Aldrich. Hey, Brian, how are you? Playing it casual cool today, you know. Uh, yeah, it's about time. It's only been eight eight years or something. <laughs> something like a little that. while. <laughs> hey, well, I if you want to find me, you find me. It's fine. It's fine, Brian. Yeah, hey, take you this long to get comfortable. Yeah, I'm, fi- I'm finally getting over the uh, initial show jitters. <laughs> <laughs> you got to find me at Brian Aldrug, Gab Parlor, Getter Truth Social, uh, Boise Computer for now on Twitter. We'll see how long that lasts. If you want to check out my blog, biteoftech.com, and of course our website, infectionpodcast.com. And if you go to the upper right hand side, uh, you can join our server on Discord, and that's a really good way. There's 11 ARC servers running right now. We've got a news channel, so maybe there's a topic that we've missed or something you think we should be covering that we're not. Uh, maybe a game's going to come out or something like that. Just toss a link of that into the news channel, and we'll look at it before the live show, and then that makes a chance for it to get into uh, into the show as we go. If you're wanting to watch the live show, you can do that through Twitch and YouTube, or you can listen after the fact, and that's through the lower right-hand side. There's a lot of different ways you can listen to the show on different platforms, devices, and everything else. But those are recorded and then uploaded after the show is done, so no live. Uh, But if you are going to do that, then that means the show notes are ready for that particular episode. So you can go to those show notes. And inside, they've got links to everything that we reference throughout the show. So we have a video and audio player in there. We've got links to different articles and source material that we reference throughout the show. And so uh, if you are going to be listening, maybe there's a video that popped up that you would like to see that we talk about but you couldn't quite see. Uh, that's an excellent place to do that because we have those links right in there. And so if you want to support the show, we do have a support option up top, moreinfectionpodcast.com forward slash support. Yes, we do. And uh, thank you very much, Brian. And uh, of course, thanking all of our folks that have come in with support over the uh, years and uh, continue to support us here, even though uh, we're out, essentially outlawed from going to any <laughs> any events. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian, let me ask you this completely off topic, wild card question. Did you purchase yes. anything during Amazon, uh, the Prime Day thing that happened this past week, a couple days? Did you get any sweet deals? No, or not, not anything that fell under the sales, I don't think. Gotcha. I just purchased okay. normal things, bearings for my skates because I needed them, um, but nothing mm. that was listed in their sales. Yeah. There was a there was some decent amount of computer stuff. I saw a bunch of peripherals, pretty cheap, some monitors. I think actually the monitors I have, these yep. AOC curve monitors were on sale. I bought a mm-hmm. uh, I got bought a new laptop, got a Lenovo um uh new Lenovo laptop that was on sale. So, hopefully you were able to get some deals on uh Prime Day and then of course, uh you know, as we approach Thanksgiving and then Christmas, you'll start seeing a lot more uh of the the deals and the sales all starting up. Well, Brian, we don't drink on this show. And I don't believe we're going to start today drinking on this show. But if I did drink, I would well, I do drink, excuse me. I don't drink on this show. If I was drinking on this show, I'd have to pour one out 
for our friends over at G4 TV, which, you know, about a year ago, they, well, it was actually at this point, probably about 16 or so months ago, there was this weird video glitch thing that made its way to Twitter. And I mean, like a, like a glitch hive style video. And it showed that G4 was coming back and everybody was losing their damn minds. Now I'm on the later end of the G4 TV spectrum. Um, just based yeah. on when I was growing up, you were, you know, you were more of the tech TV and, and all of that. I was more yeah. of like the, uh, Chris Hardwick attack of the show kind of stuff when they were trending more towards, uh, pop culture stuff in the early two thousands. But for a lot of folks, and you go back to the nineties GameSpot TV and a lot of these programs were just mm-hmm. rem- it was it was you get a magazine once every 90 days and then and your only yep. other avenue is this television show that's on a couple of times a week or one of these shows um but they came back Brian and immediately within weeks of starting the platform they are coming back with the new G4 TV they immediately started delving into politics you had the famous rant by that um that broad uh, frost where she talked about how, you know, uh, every man, the whole video game industry is a bunch of sexist pigs. You had uh, Adam uh, Schlesinger or whatever the hell his name is saying that he wishes he could kill his Republican family members. I mean, this is, this is yeah. the kind of people that they're promoting and did promote on their, on their platform. Um, and lo and behold, surprisingly, Brian yep. alienating, half of the country and making again what have we talked about so many times on this show why do you have to bring your politics into video games and they yes. broke the cardinal sin and now the system is uh, the the channel is officially gone they are done after 11 and that's months. the crazy thing yeah and that's the crazy thing that we've just seen trend over the years is how everything comes down to politics. That's what kind of, for us, we started seeing the politics in gaming and how it's affecting video games, which is supposed to be the escape from reality. And I think that that's where people really enjoyed video games is because you could have something where, you know, it didn't matter if you were a male or female character. It didn't matter, you know, there weren't politics in the game. Well, you weren't Republican, Democrat in the game. It was just a character that you played in a world that didn't have the real world rules it didn't have to follow any kind of physics. It could be whatever you wanted it to be. And then all of a sudden, in the past 10 years, we've had it where now, uh, oh, you can't have, you know, you got to have, got to have every gender. You can't have, you can't pick male, female anymore. You can't, it just, everything became politics and games. And then we would follow on Twitter people to where 90% of what the people making the game talked about was politics, bashing our political views, and then saying, but hey, play my game. You know, oh, I hate people that are like this, and you're describing us. And but, oh, hey, play our game. And this is the kind of thing that that they do, and they think because they're in a bubble. You know, the, most of the people that are doing this, they're in a place like uh, Los Angeles or some place where you know what, ninety percent of the people that they know there think just like them. But you know what, ninety percent of the people across the country do not think like them. And you know, when you sit there and bash 50, at least 50% of the country saying that they're stupid, racist, you know, they drink piss, uh, this is, the, you, you know, <laughs> I mean, right. what do you Let expect? Me Let me say this. I make politics is my literally my living in, in, in talk radio. Yeah. I despise 
the other political party. I do. I just, I, I don't like them. I don't yeah. think they're good for things. I have never gone on my radio program and said, Democrats should drink piss and die. That has never even yeah. crossed my mind as something to say. It's, it has, it's not even, it's not even a thought in the back of my mind because it's so childish and meaningless and just deranged. Yet this yeah. is the talking points of the media class. And it's yep. just so amazing to me. And you even had folks within G4, within the new G4, saying that if you are a Trump supporter, we don't want you watching our network. Don't watch our network. We don't want you. Yep. And I just... Of, of course this is going to happen. What do you expect, as you mentioned, when you alienate half of the freaking country? Again, if I was going to Washington Post and I saw an article that said Republicans need to drink piss and die, I'd be like, oh, it's Washington Post. It's par for the course. Or the New York Times or something like that or CNN. I would expect it. But when I go to G4 to hear about a video game or pop culture mm -hmm. and I'm listening to people talk about you know, how unfair it is to be a woman in the video game industry while you're probably getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars a year sitting on a, you know, sitting on a stage, espousing your bullshit. It's just so unbelievably disconnected. And anybody that didn't see this coming is a, is a fool. And of course, um, many, of course, uh, many are now saying, oh, you know, this is all, uh, this is all uh, the plan. And it's, you know, it's because of the bigots in the video game industry that this channel didn't survive and it's like holy shit you guys you have cr you created your own monster by allowing this stuff to go yep. unchecked on your network and guess what it cost you really good people that work there and see that's the problem with stories like this brian is you've got idiots like adam sessler and that frost bitch that make these ridiculous comments and then you've got really good people that work there people that might not agree with them politically and are just there because they're passionate about it and it's their job and it provides for their family and now those people are out of a job because these dipshits just can't keep their mouth shut about politics it's just so unbelievably disturbing well and this is something kind of looking at some of the things that she said oh my that's god really i think kind of started the whole downward spiral for them is the rant that she went on and you know she fun. she started saying that you know talking about how you know Women are not there to be looked at, you know, on this show, um, which is attacking which is Olivia Munn. But, yeah, but, but but hold on a but second. Then, but then but attacking someone, yeah, attacking someone specifically just because someone yeah. was more attractive to her than her, and uh, people, you know, and she made no attempts in some ways to look attractive at times, uh, because for that seems to be a, you know, something that the left likes to do. I mean, you try to look as unattractive as possible to show how cool you are, whatever. <laughs> um, but then, then she goes on an attack and says, hey, if you could turn the camera around here at X-Play, you'd see that half of our employees are female. I promise you that half of the people, and this is something I've gone off on before, I promise you half of the people that applied for those jobs were not female. That means you're intentionally hiring someone because of their sex and not because of their qualifications to be able to make 50% of your workforce female in the tech industry. Because uh, it, it takes a lot of work to get women to work in a lot of these tech industry jobs. And so if you manage to get a 50% workforce of women in a tech industry, that means that you did something illegal because that is illegal to hire based on sex, uh, so, your, your race, things like that.
this was supposed to be a conversation about Red Dead Redemption 2, and this is how it manifests. I'll just play like a minute or so of it. Okay. Discussion about Red Dead Online and that we need to have eventually about game design versus immersive experience and comparing the Red Dead Online multiplayer experience versus the solo player one. But I actually so that that that's a valid conversation right there. I think there's a lot of stuff mm-hmm. to be said about the Red Dead Online versus the single player. There's a lot of stuff to be said there. But as you can see, we're immediately yep. off the the whole plan. To talk about something so much more important than Red Dead Online: sexism in gaming. Ah. Uh. In joining G4. Oh. Oh. This is not where oh I thought we were going, but I'm here. I had no here. idea. I'm listening. Yeah. And joining G4, He's I like, my was job is just about to be <laughs> part of something that I grew up watching. Right, as another a child. woman's costing my job. What a surprise. G4 is brought up in various channels, even in this YouTube channel. We have the chat in front of us. I can see you. Without a doubt, there will be backlash because I'm not as bangable as the previous host. It's somehow. Talk to him, Frost! It has somehow been expected that you can talk about how much you jerked off to women as a compliment. That's it's weird. not a compliment. It's weird. So I'm just going to stop there because, again, first of all, yep. nobody is – there's a couple of things here. First of all, nobody is going in the YouTube chat of the G4 channel and talking about jerking off to Olivia Munn. The idea that that is a yeah. common practice is retarded. I mean, that's just not happening. Um, and this was very relatively early on. I mean, this was back in January, not long after the network launch, or about two months into the network. She's attacking Olivia Munn, who was incredibly successful in what she did hosting Attack of the Show. And guess what? She did do yep. stupid stuff for, for views, Brian. Guess what? She did the whole dangling hot dog thing and everything else. Because guess what? She's hot. And guess what? G4 made yep. a lot of money off of her, and she made a lot of money off of G4. Nobody was hurt. Nobody yeah. was harmed. It wasn't this terrible, un- un- untainable relationship. Both parties knew what they were doing, and Olivia Munn's career essentially got kickstarted off of G4 TV with Kevin Pereira. So that's what well, they decided to talk about instead of video games, and, and it's now cost a whole bunch of good people their jobs. And how many, you know, for there because there are men that uh, in the same type of situations where they've got big muscles, and you know what, the only reason that they're really on certain shows on TV is because of the muscles they have. It's the exact same thing. But do you see guys saying, oh, that's unfair. You're objectifying those men. Uh, no. Guys don't say that about other guys because they don't really care. Because then there's other guys who are just, they're on there because they're really smart. There's, you know, women like to sometimes look at dudes that aren't ugly on television. Uh, and that's why certain guys are on soap operas and a lot of other types of shows that really aren't that great of actors. But you know what? They because uh, what I mean, I'm sure there's a lot better actors that that are ugly and don't have the big muscles that they could put on those shows, and that would be more convincing in whatever role. It, it happens on both sides, but they like to point out that it only happens on one. And you know, for her, she I didn't see anybody. You know, think if they would have come out and given really good commentary, given really good content, then people would have been, hey, this is a good show, regardless of what she looked like, because there are plenty of situations where there's girls that don't look bangable as she said that Her are very successful yeah very successful on television or in, in other areas it does you know she's the one who chose to make it about that probably because she's not as interesting as other people and you know now she has to work twice as hard because she doesn't have the other thing going for her either yeah it, it just from 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 the from jump street the this platform was was doomed to fail um they were yeah, the 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 shows that they made, I didn't find to be very compelling. I watched very little of it because there was nothing that I really wanted to see 
um, the the studio style show that they were doing was very eighties, ninety. It was very nineties, um, and just yeah. doesn't really make sense now, at least in my vantage point. Um, again, it sucks that a lot of good people probably lost their jobs, but for individuals like Frost and uh, Adam Sessler, good. I mean, they deserve it. I mean, when you when you're hired to talk about video games and talk about pop culture and you're spending your entire thing talking about how you wish you could kill your family members because they have a different political ideology than you and talk about, you know, jerking off on the Internet. (laughs) I mean, I guess you're you're really what 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 value are you bringing to the conversation? So um, going back to what I opened with, if we drank on this show, um, I would recommend we poured one out for for G4 TV. But uh, but we don't. So, yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to tip my whole CV over because, you know, <laughs> enjoy that. But, um, so, yeah, there you go. That's uh, G4 TV. And that is uh, yeah. that's all she wrote, Brian. So uh, F, F to pay respects, as they say on on the interwebs. Yeah. Yep. There, there it goes. <laughs> yes. All right. Hey, let's have a quick follow up on something we covered last week about the, the stre- streamer who broke her back at TwitchCon. Oh, yes. Uh, the, the she had her star, surgery. Right? Former porn star. Yes. The former porn star. Uh, I, they have the thing where you could go check out her Twitch and it maybe it wanted me to click and clear all these things saying, are you sure this is, you want to go see this channel? And I didn't bother. So I didn't go look at her Twitch, but they do have embedded, or sorry, her Twitter, but they do have embedded Twitters here. Uh, and it, she's had a surgery, a five and a half hour surgery. Oh, uh, they fused bones in her back. She had completely crushed nerves, uh, crushed and nerve damage to her bladder. Um, you know, so she's unable to pee. I mean, this is pretty crazy, the amount of damage that jumping into a foam pit caused. Well, that's the problem. It um, wasn't jumping into a foam pit. It was jumping into a piece of a piece of foam on a concrete floor. I mean, that's that'll yeah. do that. I mean, I, I don't laugh because it's funny. I laugh because the idea that they thought that was a good idea for people to potentially fall into was beyond stupid. Look at her struggling to walk. That's terrible. That's absolutely yeah, terrible. It, wow. So, I mean, so just, yeah, a little bit of an update on that. It is crazy. And this is one thing that's frustrating is that's one of the benefits of being in America is usually these type of things are so many regulations on things that it's usually safe. If there's something in a convention center, usually there's some sort of a standard that they're holding up whatever they're asking you to do in it. Uh, Obviously not here because, you know, how the number of people that have gotten hurt, hurt with these crazy injuries that obviously are not faked. Because you don't go into a five and a half hour surgery with something that you're kind of propping up as, hey, you know, looking for a lawsuit. Um, yeah, it's too bad for her. Hopefully, hopefully there is some sort of compensation. You know, someone last week oh, said 50-50 was. Yeah, I am sure there will be some way that she can get some compensation. I mean, that's, you know, when you sign waivers, again, there's always there's always legal loopholes. And if there's enough money to be said, somebody will take the case. I mean, we've seen some. uh some very frivolous lawsuits um, be yeah. made over the years. So uh, it's definitely not out of the realm of possibility. Um, yep. I, speaking of updates on stories, let's talk about uh, Rockstar really briefly as well. Um, we got an update from the uh, individual who, if you remember back, maybe three weeks ago, I guess it would be. I think it was about three weeks yeah, ago. Yeah. Three weeks ago, there was this big GTA 6 leak um, early early stuff right isn't that kind of the whole thing it was yep. like very early stuff in terms of gameplay um possibly but years sep- old gameplay testing 
Yeah, like super old stuff. Um, so there was a a seventeen year old was arrested in Oxfordshire, Oxfordshire, Oxfordshire. I don't know how it's pronounced. Somewhere in the UK, and um, he has pleaded not guilty and is currently being held in a youth yeah. detention center. I don't know. It it doesn't say that they're holding him without bail. Um, but I, presumably they're holding him without bail. Um, so yeah. that is, uh, that's brutal. Um, he's also yep. been accused of, um, an attack on Uber as well. Um, and mm-hmm. the same teenager and he was has arrested. previous police been charged with two others as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that leads to the idea of why bail wasn't given. If you've got somebody that is, uh, the, the term they use here in the big companies, United- Microsoft, NVIDIA, Uber, Rockstar, uh, you know, this is something that obviously has a problem with. He has a track record. He didn't learn from the first time, you know, because he's, he's been in court before about this. Uh, they, I have a feeling that uh, they may not let this being under 18 thing work out for him. I, I'd have to, I don't know the rules over in the UK about these things like they would do in the United States, but I'm assuming he'll, he'll probably start facing some adult charges so that this doesn't just go under the rug here in a year uh, because he's, he's a youth. Um, and, and one of the it's a term in the United States or a term in the United States legal system. I don't know about anywhere else, but the term would be habitual is when you've got somebody that yeah. commits these crimes over and over again. And in, in the United States, if you're a if you're a gangbang and you've gone out and you know, you're constantly uh, dealing drugs and you're getting busted over and over again, you can get charged with habitual uh, possession or habitual trafficking. And that is a yep. very serious crime to get charged with. It essentially means that you're yes. beyond repair and you'll just keep doing it over and over again. But nevertheless, he's pled not guilty. Um, and yep. well, I guess now we'll wait and see what Rockstar does. What, what comes of him. Yeah, it's because it's whatever UK cyber agency that's investigating. It's the equivalent of like an FBI for cyber. Um, so so that's uh, pretty interesting over there. Um, Brian, I want to talk about Roblox next. And I was yes. not expecting to see this in the show notes, but I saw it. I first thought it was an incorrect or nonsensical headline. And then, in fact, I looked at it and then looked at a different source just to verify. And it turns out it is completely legitimate. The headline, Roblox made $7 million per day in the month of September. $7 million per day. They reported between $212 and $219 million worth of revenue in, in September. Holy shit. I mean, wow. uh, And then here, uh, Roblox says it had over 1.7 billion users last month. 1.7 billion users, which is just insane to me. Uh, I mean, as I've said before, we don't let video here play Roblox. It's one of them, at least. What else could be up there? I mean, I don't know where Fortnite is. Um, Minecraft, I don't know where it's at. Minecraft doesn't have a billion active player. Uh, it's most played video. Yeah, I mean, like we don't let our kids play just because they don't have good parental controls. And maybe that's something that's changed in the last year, but there's very limited amounts of ways to limit what they do with these games, different game modes they can go into. You can't say, hey, I only want game modes that have this kind of content because people make their own maps. They get put in there and you got your kid playing horror games or, you know, they're seeing uh, who was it that there was a porno video that our kids saw 
Oh, yeah, I remember that. Karda- Kim Kardashian, right? Wasn't yeah, that who that yeah, was? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it was. I that mean, was actually that's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> you you got to be careful, and if they don't give you a way to limit it, it's just amazing that you have 1.7 billion possible parents and creepers. So that are, I did. A, uh, they're playing this game. I did a little research, and by the way, according to GamesDecide.com, it's Roblox, then Fortnite, then Minecraft is the most popular games in terms of registered players. Um, it's, you can't do concurrent. It's hard to do concurrent players with a game like Roblox because yeah. they don't publish their numbers. Um, so I did a little bit of research and I was thinking, okay, how do you how do you generate seven million dollars a month if you're Roblox? And they've got a couple of different revenue Free sources. Free play game, one, right? Yeah. Yeah. One is that they've got a thing called Roblox uh, Premium or Robux, Robux yeah. as what they're called. And I know I'm one of our. I think it was Christmas of last year. The album art is you holding up a roblox card that you bought for somebody um did your children play roblox at one time um, no it was well, v-box they, cards they, no it was v-box cards it was, yeah v-box card but they have gotten yeah roblox cards someone accidentally got them roblox cards and things like that but yeah we don't let them play it here they have played it in the past but then once i saw that there was really no restrictions in the type of things they were playing i was like no yeah. we're not playing so here is a here is roblox premium um which I again, I am not an expert in this by any stretch of the imagination. I assume that these uh, coin, these values here, premium four fifty, premium a thousand, premium twenty two hundred, these are sorts of in game currencies that you can use to play yeah. mini games and stuff. So their cheapest plan is four ninety nine a month. Their most expensive is nineteen ninety nine a month. This is their subscription plan, um, and then they've also got. Robux that you can purchase at Walmart and you know drugstores and stuff like that. Yep. One of the other revenue streams that they've got, which I didn't realize until I did a little bit of research, is in-game advertising. So similar to oh, when yeah. Fortnite brings in and has like a Marvel event or something like that. If you for, or so a live for example or something like yeah, that. a live concert when you're what was the uh, active monthly users that you read? One point what? Uh, one point seven billion. When you have 1.7 billion presumably active players and a company wants to do advertising with you, you can demand a hefty sum of money, likely hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars for an advertising campaign when you've got that many eyeballs in front of it. So that's a huge revenue source too. That was one of the others. The third I saw was they have actually licensed out the Roblox name for retailers so if you're buying any sort of i i guess can you buy can you buy um robe i guess i guess you can buy like robux figurines and like little things and Mm -hmm. birthday supplies and stuff at walmart and party stores all of that stuff is licensed and roblox licenses that out to whoever's making those things for kids birthday parties and halloween roblox shirts now Oh, yeah, all that stuff is all licensed, so that's another revenue source for them uh, as well. So so they've got a whole bunch of different revenue sources. There's no indication, and I, I'm, I'm sure if I dig further into it, I, I'd be able to find it, but um, I don't know how much of that money is coming from the subscription services or the Roblox, I would, uh, Ro, Robux. I would assume a large chunk yeah. of it is coming from that, but I've got to assume the advertising is pretty... Pretty lucrative for them as well. If they've got anybody decent in terms of a, an ad team or a marketing team, uh, they could demand a hefty price for, for, for advertising. Um, 
it is noted that yeah. the it, it Roblox is publicly traded. They're a public company. So the reason we're getting these yes. numbers on a monthly basis is because they're traded on the are they on the Nasdaq? Um, I think they are. Uh, yeah, they're on the uh, they're on the Nasdaq. Their ticker is RBLX, and their stock trades at about forty three and a half dollars a share. Um, looking yep. at looking at that, so you talk about a um, an unbelievable amount of revenue that you're generating on a fr- yep. a literal free game, seven million dollars a day. Uh, two hundred plus million dollars a month in terms of revenues. Um, and and all of this being marketed towards children. That yep. is, we thought Fortnite was kind of knocking it out of the park, and I'm sure that and they are. But um, damn. Well, for for example, like some of the prices that I'm seeing for the Robux is you can get an animation pack for seven one seven hundred fifty for a ninja animation package. 80 for an old school animation package, a pair of headphones for 7,500. So what were those prices? How many were you getting for the, uh, for the $19? 2,200. Wow. 2,200. So, so it, it, those are like $60 headphones. You could buy well, a real pair of headphones for the price that you get these extreme headphones in game. But let me ask you this. Can you also get these whatever these things are, you probably can get them in game by winning mini games and stuff like that too. Right. And this, this can't be no, the this only is, way to it, get this them. is, it's an avatar shop. Yeah. You get, you have a basic ones that come in the game and then you no, can no, no. purchase. I'm, I'm different... saying, can you, I'm saying these, these coins or whatever these things are called, can you win these in game as well? Because there's no way that they're selling $80 headphones in the game equivalent. And, unless they are, they um, probably are actually, since they're making $7 million a day. Okay, um, so you can encourage non-premium players to upgrade, and if you do that, that will get you. So if you can refer out and get someone to go to premium and they say that you referred them, you can get Robux that way. Host paid events, and you can get Robux. Um, private, enable private game servers um, to get Robux. Create items that can be then bought by other people. Create one-time purchases or sell access to your game. Okay, so there so like are ways to create a gen- map. Yeah. And then yeah, people come sense. and play your map, like you can get Robux th- that way. So, uh, I mean, it's still, that's pretty expensive for just a pair of headphones in the game. I mean, 7500 is uh, just for a pair of headphones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're literally talking about $75, $75 looking at the, looking at yeah. the equivalent um, for, for a pair of headphones like that. Um, so... I'm 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 not the uh, authority here on uh, Robux or Roblox Robux, or how the, yeah. how the how the money works. I, I will I will proudly admit that I'm not a uh, I'm not a uh, an expert in uh, in that in any way, shape, or form. But um, very very impressive, and um, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, this is this is yeah. this is an interesting strong interesting price point to 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 see in terms of you know profitability for for a company mm-hmm. yep well hey let's let's talk quickly about riot because riot is pretty much a china-owned company now right i'm uh, uh, almost i think a hundred i think they're owned pretty much by tencent if yeah. i remember correctly now uh but they purchased a company called wargaming studio to yeah. help with their live game development now wargaming studio was is a kind of an mmo studio Hmm. Uh, they have they've it's a 
they're they're uh, I think the creators the studios found in 2002 is Big World Technology, which I've heard of before. The game fame is the creator of the Big World tool set, which is used in more than 30 MMOs and online games. And so they're uh, like World of Tanks, World of Warships, World of Warplanes, uh, a lot of those military MMOs. Uh, and so there's something I don't know, you know, what Riot has in mind. We, you know, why they're making this move, but there sounds like they're going to be doing something that's possibly an open world or something that has to do with a lot of players at one time. But I think it's, it's about a hundred, hundred developer studio at the moment. So they're going to be purchasing that. So maybe we'll be seeing some announcements coming from Riot Games about a new project. Uh, I, I don't think that we're going to see, was it League of Legends? Mm-hmm. They make, yeah, that's their, Riot. that's, yeah, that's I don't think, I, I don't think they're making a hundred player League of Legends games, but you never know. No, um, but you know, you, we were just talking about Roblox and the 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 successfulness and the profitability. League of Legends is up yep. there. It's not. It's. I'm sure it's not the same caliber. I know for a fact it's not the same caliber as, as Roblox. But they have a, a yeah. very lucrative business model themselves with unlocking characters and stuff like that. Yep. Um, I remember at a certain point in my high school years being able to. I remember going to a a gas station or someplace and seeing a league of legends card a riot bucks card whatever the hell it was called on the little on the little thing next to the uh, cash register so don't ever don't ever tell me and don't let anybody ever tell you that free-to-play games are not very not incredibly profitable um even ones that are marketing towards making money now yeah yeah they're the (laughs) ones that are making money now again because this all comes back to something that you and i've talked about for years brian is i don't care if you have microtransactions and all these other things, as long as you don't ruin my experience to play it or make it impossible for me to play yep. without it. And the games that have yep. been able to turn a, an, an exorbitant amount of money in terms of profitability are the companies and the games that allow you to play a game for free, but encourage their people, not by holding them hostage, but by encouraging them to spend money. In this case, spending over yep. $7 million a, a, a day on your platform. It's not because it's yep, not because exactly. the, it's not because you're required to pay it to play the game. It's because you love the game so much, you get so much enjoyment out of the game that you're willing and happy to pay that price. And that is the morale, yep. the, the moral, uh, and I don't mean uh, uh, morale is what I should say, not moral. The morale of the player when they feel that yep. they they would spend a hundred dollars to invest into your company into your game to get something that that's worth a lot. And most games don't have that. Well, you've also, I mean, when Tencent usually goes into a company, they don't just sit there and let it be stagnant because almost every project that I've seen Tencent go and purchase the company of, they then push them to start doing more and more and more or invest heavily in that company to expand and things like that. So I think, you know, this is Riot doing that for them. Uh, But other other companies that, that Tencent's gone to purchase have done something very similar where they start making purchases and, and kind of strengthening their their position. Uh, let's talk, let's well, talk but, about but, Microsoft here. Let, oh, oh, before we before we do Microsoft, I just want to say this: that is a great um, that's a great thing. As much as I'm not a fan of Tencent and not a fan of China, if you're going to go out and purchase and buy a company, you should. If you are uh, if you're Tencent, you should yeah. want to do that. You should want to push the company forward and encourage new things. And there's so many companies that don't do that. It's almost refreshing in a weird way when a yep. company like Tencent does do it because a lot of other companies just buy. Look at Google and Microsoft. They buy companies and yep. 
they essentially just are buying the technology so that Apple yep. or Google or whoever the competitor is, they can't own it. I mean, that's literally what yep. they do. It's wild. Yep, and they, that happens happens all the time. Well, and <laughs> yeah. this is something that we've talked about because China has been so restrictive and Tencent has come to the realization they can't make money inside of China. And so they've been expanding outside of China to kind of reinforce their profitability, I guess is what it comes down to, because they are losing money in China, uh, but they make money in the United States in the, in the gaming industry. And so they're putting their money there and probably not really spending anything inside of China at the moment. Yeah. Because they can't because of so many restrictions because of the government. Tough so situation. Got, yeah. Uh, I saw an announcement here just in the last couple of days that Microsoft's laying off nearly 1,000 employees across its entire company. I think that and was this, today. That includes, was that today that came out? Okay, I think yeah. so, uh, yeah. And, I saw and this morning. This is something where it's been, even in the the Xbox division, they're laying off people. Wow. Uh, you know, they, there have been, we'll be talking a little bit about the economy and how it's affecting the hardware market a little bit later, but this is something where even Microsoft is seeing it. Uh, there are areas where they're making money, but I think that in order to, they're funneling money in places where they know that it's going to grow and they probably are having to cut back in other areas because Microsoft and the Game Pass and things like that are making money. But I bet you there's a lot of areas that aren't at making as much money with the changes of people not wanting to spend as much money on things. Um, so they're they're going to be cutting a thousand, you know, thousand employees, which that's what one percent of their workforce. I think yeah. I saw on here. Thousand is a lot of people. Yeah, one hundred eighty thousand employees. For for those people, that's life changing. But in the grand scheme of Microsoft, that is a very small amount of employees. Very small amount. Yep. Unfortunately, yeah, small amount of employees. I, I'm sure that it, you won't see it affect a lot of things. But you know, sad for the people that are that are there. Oh, absolutely. Uh, now, in the last couple of weeks, I did come across an article that was talking about how much uh, Microsoft makes from the Game Pass. And this is, okay. I think, coming out of, of the documents that were being reported because of this acquisition that's happening of Activision Blizzard. Sweet. What uh, did we learn? So according to the document, Xbox Game Pass generated $2.9 billion in the fiscal period ending of January 2021. In tw uh, wait, know, the does, fiscal year ending in 21? Yes. So that's, the, that's all of 2020. Yeah, 2020 was $2.9 wow. billion. That's a lot um, more than I would that have makes, thought. That's around 18% of Microsoft's total yearly Xbox revenue, which Jeez. is $16.28 billion, um, and, or almost 30% of its games and services revenue, which is $12.581 billion. Um, you know, this is, uh, this is something where they said it went from 15 million to 18 million subscribers between August and Mar of 2021 and March of 2022. Yeah, that's um, so. You know, I mean, you're probably you're probably looking at four billion plus in 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 this fiscal year, twenty two. Um, that's yeah. wild. Yep, and so I think I think that they're doing very well, and and knowing something like that, this is one thing where they have adjusted. What was their old uh, marketing style? Was selling Microsoft Word? Who was selling DOS? Was selling Microsoft Windows? as a package that you would purchase. And then the next version of Windows, then you'd rebuy the upgrade. Um, and then they went to a subscription service and realized, well, we can make more money off of people on a, a yearly basis by doing a subscription. And we get a little bit less pressure of these crazy Windows 95, Windows 98, Windows 2000, Windows ME upgrades. Um, and they started that whole 
let's do a subscription for Office 365, which then turned into a subscription model for server rentals and Microsoft Exchange servers uh, and how they've been doing the same thing in the game market. And this is where their money is. And I think you're going to keep seeing them push their money towards these type of services, getting companies, acquiring companies so that you can make your game pass stronger to make sure it stays on top so that you have this 2.9 minimum because I'm sure they're making more than that now coming in. When other places, hardware manufacturers are losing money, uh, which would be exactly what they did with their Xbox. And and I want to say this because I think when you say subscription service, Brian, we've been kind of programmed to assume that that's a bad thing. And we're supposed to have this immediate yeah. you know, reaction to subscription service. Bad, you know, not good. But in terms of Game Pass, the reason it's what you said, 18% of the Xbox revenue is because not, it's yeah. not a subscription service that is shoved down people's throats and they don't get good value for it. The reason it's 18% of their business is because people want to subscribe to it and are happy to pay for and it's it. It's a good deal. It's a yeah. great deal. That's why it's so damn successful. And I think it's, I think it's those day one, uh, you know, release day things they get on the uh, game pass that make the difference when people know there's a game I'm going to spend now $70 to buy, or I can have the Microsoft game pass, which if they, I just have a couple day one releases that are on the game pass that pays for what I would have paid for those games on release day. And I get all these other games that I can play whenever I want as well. And they Is have the the, now they've thrown in that streaming service. Let's see coming soon. I want to see. Is the new call of duty going to be? on there I, I doubt it it doesn't look i like i it. i i thought so um i i i know it's activision and they technically own it but i had a strong suspicion it doesn't look like it is uh which which makes sense but yeah you're talking about um the the, the amount of day one releases a lot of campaign style games you know things that you would pay seventy dollars for play the game once well in this case you're spending seventy dollars play it once and then you're done uh, playing that through through Game Pass is very lucrative, and folks do not feel like yep. they're getting ripped off. That's the reason. And like me, I've been paying for a Game Pass. Well, I don't pay for it, but I I um, use it through my Xbox Bing Rewards. I always renew it. I very rarely play it, but I keep renewing it yep. through the Bing thing because when I want to play it, when I want to turn on my Xbox and just play something for and and whatever, screw around on something, I can. And I don't have to worry about it. And that. That's worth a lot. It's the same reason that I pay for Spotify. Not because I listen yep. to music for eight hours a day at work, but because when I want to listen to music on a car ride or when I'm sitting here at my office, I just can turn it on. I don't have to screw around with YouTube and ads and all this other nonsense. Folks are willing to pay for subscriptions if they feel like they're getting a good deal. That's the moral of the story. And Phil Spencer said that once the Activision Blizzard deal goes through, that they intend to put Call of Duty on the Game Pass. Damn. Well, so, it, so, so it's not going to work for this one. Pass. Well, not not for this one, no, but maybe for the not next for this one. one. And I'll tell you this. But for the next one, <sighs> that'll make it worth it for your average Call of Duty player. Make it worth like, it for of me. Of course I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, screw it. I won't bother buying a $70 title, which I did buy and I'm very excited to play. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I'll, I'll just buy I'll just. I already have Game Pass, so screw it. Why not just play through that? Well, and this is where... Microsoft has been talking about how they intend to buy more studios because they're looking to stay competitive with Tencent, like we just spoke about, and mm -hmm. Sony. 
Sure. Uh, you know, they, they need to, to where they keep buying these companies because that's what works nowadays. It's like what Netflix did as far as getting the exclusives. And then they kind of pushed it too far, I think, and, you know, started going crazy with everything. But I think here Microsoft realizes uh, getting these exclusives, partnering with studios, buying studios and getting it to where you guarantee day one that that release is going to be on the Game Pass. And then and the studio doesn't consider it's losing money. Because if you own the Game Pass, if you own the studio and then you're putting it on Game Pass, that's not a loss. It's a zero-sum cost. People, yeah, it's a zero-sum cost, and you're guaranteeing more people will get on the Game Pass and stay on the Game Pass. Because if you're putting the game that they love to play on a weekly basis all year round on the Game Pass, they will stay subscribed to the Game Pass the whole time. Um, and that's, I think, what's, what's working out. And as long as they keep that price reasonable... They will do it because I mean, well, the, Activision Blizzard was seven, what seventy five billion dollars. Obviously, like they're that, willing yeah. to throw money down for this. Well, and that, and and the part you just mentioned there was keeping it affordable. And you can look at other services, for example, like Netflix, that have been dealing with mm-hmm. uh, with which have shedded a huge amount of users over the last couple of quarters. And the reason they've done that yep. is because they haven't been able to keep the price competitive. I think Game Pass is. Oh, game, isn't Game Pass Ultimate like sixteen or seventeen dollars a month? Something like that. It's the same ha- cost as highly Netflix. reasonable. Yes. Yeah. So you can you're paying the same price to watch television shows versus playing literally hundreds of video games. If you're looking at the, what is the yeah. best cost, if you're a video gamer, Netflix is outrageous in comparison. Netflix should cost ten dollars a month, which is where it used to. What's what it used to cost? It used to cost. Seven ninety nine and nine ninety nine, depending on the the service that you're the 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 plan that you had. Yeah. So that is going to be, I think, the next hurdle for Microsoft. Now, if they buy all the studios, it won't be a problem. But if they continue to license games, how do yeah. you manage those costs? How can you yep. keep Game Pass affordable without um, losing your ass on it? Because at the end of the day, it's still business, yep. and you have to be able to profit. So that's if, well, if, if you I had see to what guess, Netflix is doing. Have you just heard what they re- announced here recently? They announced some new... Uh, adding, some, yeah, go ahead. What did they, they announce? Sub-tier. So they now have a an ad tier of but it's Netflix. Still, it's cheaper. But it's still like, like $11. A, but it's still like 11 bucks a month. But you have it? to watch ads now. And so how is that any different? That's what made Netflix... You know, One of the things that were unique from cable is the fact that you could go stream shows without having to watch ads. And now they're turning... And that's what made cable or, unique originally was that you could go and watch TV with less ads, or originally no ads on certain channels, and then less ads, and then cable had just as many ads as anything else. So for 7 bucks a month, you now have an ad-supported plan on Netflix just to keep it at a reasonable price. 15 it's, to 30-second uh, commercials. It will include 4 to 5 minutes of commercials, and a lot of these shows are like 24 minutes, so... You know, uh, a lot of commercials and is limited to seven limiting your resolution, resolution too. such yeah, yeah it, it it is i don't have any of these services i uh, legally obtain all of my content through other means um but this this is why people and i mentioned when you brought up game pass the reason people have this visceral reaction to subscription services is because of netflix because of hulu and because of yeah. disney plus and these other platforms because they have run up the price so high on these platforms, then they announce, yep. first, if, if you're putting ads on it, 
let's go back to Roblox, Brian. If you're putting ads on it, why are you charging for it? Why not make the service yeah. free, get as many eyeballs as you want, and load it up with advertising? Give me the consumer the the, the, the choice, and don't tell me that my choice is to spend $17 a month, because that's nonsense. The It doesn't... It, yeah. That is a ridiculous amount of money to spend on a service. Spotify offers me 300 million songs for $8.99 a month. Yep. Yeah. With, and that, with the, the, the thing full is, quality. People now pay just as much as they paid with that, that high cable price because they have to be on Disney Plus. They have to be on Hulu. They have to be on Netflix just to get the shows that they were trying to watch. And that's exactly what they did with cable. Oh, to see, you know, HBO, you have to get HBO, and then you have to get Cinemax, and you have to pay for, oh, the the sports package, and then you end up paying a hundred something bucks a month for all the TV that you wanted to watch, and I think all these services ended up doing that, where if, if Microsoft can keep it to where they don't have, you don't have to have all these others, you know, you have them, and that's, you know, will cover the games that you really want to play, I think they'll maintain it, and it won't turn into that, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, you can look at the, the pricing breakdown here, and very quickly is your very quickly are you spending seventy dollars a month, which is exactly why you yep. canceled your cable subscription um, for yeah for kind of for crappier service in my opinion. Um, and again, a lot of this stuff is is with ads. Um, I've yep. Hulu's been doing that since day one. So as much as I want to dog on them, that's been their plan. Yep. That's just how they've operated since day one. So you know, I give them a little bit of credit with that. They've stuck with it but netflix i mean jesus they've been they've just been ratcheting up the price every couple of years and until it literally got to 17 or 18 dollars a month and now everybody's shedding the service uh and everything disney plus is you know 11 bucks a month without ads it's a lot which is crazy yeah Yeah. but guess what people are willing to pay for it yeah as i mean you know as long as you got kids you want to plop in front of the disney shows uh, we don't well, really watch Disney shows here anymore. So I, I can I can from from a, a parent's standpoint, and I'm not saying you want your kid to be raised by uh, you know, Disney, but if you've got a, a, a child and they watch a lot of this stuff, ten dollars a month actually probably isn't a bad deal. Um, no, if they're going to watch for, Little Mermaid a hundred times, which is fine, um, because if not, you'd yeah. be buying it. You'd be you know buying stuff on YouTube for them to watch or or, or whatever. Um, but again, it just goes back to do the does the consumer feel like they're getting a good deal? And with Game Pass, I've never heard anybody bitch and complain and said, yeah, uh, you know, I pay for Game Pass and I just don't feel like I'm getting a good deal. I'm going to cancel. On the flip side, you hear a lot of people talk about canceling their Netflix and their Hulu and their Disney Plus and all this other stuff because they feel like they're they're spending too much. Yep. Well, hey, let's talk really quickly about the hardware market. <laughs> yeah, because what you got? Yeah. What they, I, I put it under economy because... The PC market has seen the sharpest decline in nine years. Oh, that's not uh, good. And, and there's been a lot of kind of ripple from this. We don't have to go you know, in-depth into each of these articles. But for instance, Intel reportedly set to lay off thousands as the PC market cools. AMD stock plunges. It is admits that PC demand just isn't quite as high as it once was. Um, AMD reportedly cutting CPU production for its new Zen 4 CPU chips. Hmm. NVIDIA cancels cheapest new graphics card, leaving only the expensive, huge ones. Um, you know, and then, of course, NVIDIA's management says they're confident in China and PC gaming. Uh, you know, uh, I figured that, I thought that was kind of an interesting article from a couple of weeks ago. You know, and then uh, you turn around and all these other companies are, are talking about how they're laying everybody off. 
you know, but NVIDIA is not quite ready to admit it. But of course, they canceled all their cheap cards. So you can only well, buy and, expensive cards. Yeah. Well, and, well, they just they just canceled their 4080 because they had the same name as the other 4080. It was a completely different card. Um, yeah. Uh, Saul Greatman is uh, saying you know, WTF, they can't keep Threadrippers in stock. Yeah, but the stuff that yep. they're from a supply chain standpoint, presumably, right? They're 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 looking out six, twelve, eighteen months or whatever, and trying to determine it from there. And I guess they see a cool down. And it's not because the PC market's going to cool down, Brian. It's because we're likely heading into some pretty, probably some pretty significant economic declines, and people aren't going to be shelling yes. out for uh, PC components. Yes, and I think that that's the thing we've talked about before. When you have a choice of either uh, feeding your family or getting your new, uh, you know, or paying actually paying your mortgage is more like it. Am I going to pay my mortgage or buy the new video card? Oh, you're probably oh, going to pay your mortgage or pay your rent. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, you, at least you'll have a, a nice video card in your in your motorhome yeah, or your when the, car. Yeah, when the uh, bank comes to foreclose on my house, I'll be like, hey, check me out. I got a forty ninety. Suck on that. Yeah, it will take this thing change for six months of rent. Um, you know, this is something I, I where scalped it off eBay. Yeah, <laughs> I just I, I seeing all of these reports. You know, it, it's it's a showing what's coming, and I think that people need to be prepared because these companies see you know people are not spending money on video games or, or on on cardware for PC gaming. Well, um, they are now. This is what well, they are now. It, it's it's going down. Correct. I think they, these companies realize that it's not going to continue in the future, and I think this is just going to be even stronger for Microsoft because you know them going to the cloud gaming, making things that are. Google just announced releasing these uh, these la little lightweight laptops that are more for cloud gaming now. I think you're going to see a lot of ones not relying on this heavy duty hardware, not mm -hmm. relying on these big Expo, Xbox consoles because first of all they're more expensive, and people are willing to pay twenty dollars a month to maintain gaming um, when you can't really probably won't, aren't going to see that much of a difference in what you're receiving in the end. So I, you know, it's definitely going to be the strong part of the market where why would you go buy a thousand dollar minimum video card to do what you can do on a streaming platform for the most part. I agree completely. And it, and it, for, for these, you know, chip manufacturers, whoever it is, Intel, AMD, Nvidia, you know, who, whoever it might be trying to predict this stuff in the future. I mean, this is that's the yep. tough part of of uh, of operating a business like this, um, you know, and this and by the way, this is not just in the technology sector. There's a lot of indication yep. that the reason that Amazon did this Prime Day thing this past week was because they're trying to shed inventory before first before the holidays and before the the proverbial shit hits the fan and the economy declines yeah. and they've got a bunch of use literal useless garbage sitting on their shelves that people won't buy yeah, yeah they can old. pawn it off pawn it off for 30 percent on prime day do this big advertising blitz for it and and clear out some inventory you've seen from a i watch a lot of cnbc and um for months now there's been conversations about Walmart and Target and then their their overstock yep. that they're trying to get desperately get rid of because they see the the looming future which is economic decline. Yep. Unless of course we have, a, we have Nancy Pelosi who said today that did you oh, see yeah. her comments today about uh about Joe Biden? Uh-uh. Oh, fit it, go ahead strong, and do your strongest president yeah. since So we've had here we yeah, have a, a home builder <laughs> that bought just builds a lot of the not you know not high-end homes, cheaper homes just building crazy subdivisions here. Uh, and someone was telling me that they, when they saw that the economy was starting to turn, you know, six months at least ago or more, 
they said they started selling the properties that they were planning on building subdivisions on and cut off all their new subdivisions. You know what they're building instead? Our rentals, pretty yeah. much duplexes and things where for all the people that are then going to be losing their homes here in the next year, year and a half, mm-hmm. they then can move into the rentals after they get forced out of the home that they just sold them. They can then move into one of the rentals that they just built in in a, in a small lot that has you know two hundred something uh, living units as they call yeah. them. Yeah. Well, Joe Biden uh, said over the weekend when he was eating ice cream that the economy is strong as hell. His quote, not mine. And here's yeah. what Nancy Pelosi had to say today. But in some cases, there's no substitute for experience. And I think that what we have been through with the legislation under the leadership of President Biden, who has done a spectacular job, he's had a better two years than most uh, presidents that you can name, certainly in the recent generations. Uh, There you go, Brian. So, uh, you know, as you uh, just remember that. Yeah. Remember that when you're getting uh, when you're losing your job and your house is being foreclosed on by the bank. uh, Oh, and uh, the FBI is coming to investigate you because they're you're deemed a domestic terrorist for going to a board of education meeting. Remember that Joe Biden has done a spectacular job and he's accomplished more than many presidents have in in recent uh, recent memory. Yeah, this guy, he's a winner. But and and I just I, I go I just go to the fact and I just go to the idea that it's there are still people that genuinely believe we're heading on a we're on a good path. That, that, yeah, enjoy what they see. I just, if you look at the cost of gas, you look at the cost of living, you look at the cost of food, you look at the cost of everything, you look at the morale of the country. This is not uh, the signs of a good, healthy economy and a good, healthy president. And so I just think that, but here's the thing, you, got, you have it's some not people just maybe that are just hated Trump so much that they just aren't willing to accept that, you know, he did better than, than their, uh, their little mini God Biden. But it doesn't, but it, but it's, it, it transcends politics too, because you mentioned the home builder and then you look at the chip manufacturers. These guys don't make political decisions based on political candidates make or political money parties. Decisions, yeah. they make money decisions based on the state of the economy and when they tell yep. you that things are that they're going to start cutting production going forward that should be yep. a huge wake-up call at least i mean it is for me and hopefully it is for for our audience uh yeah without being on a soapbox um you know you want to be prepared for this stuff because if you think that the federal government is going to be your solution to your problem when this all comes crashing down you are going to be sorely mistaken yeah, and I think it's gonna. And the sad thing is, it's it's gonna hit some people by surprise. Uh, you know, that's something my wife and I have been preparing. You know, getting stock of food and making sure, you know, we have everything we need. But you're gonna have people that are aren't ready for it and are surprised and shocked. You know, that they're all of a sudden they're losing their house and they've lost their job and everything else. So hopefully, people are prepared. Not that that's well, what this show's about. I'll tell you, there's a podcast. So I'll I'll tell you, if you really want to be prepared and stay prepared, you can head on over to InfoWarsStore.com and check out some of our great products. Vitamin Mineral Fusion. (laughs) We've got food supplies, live straws, all the great products you're going to need when Joe Biden and the shape-shifting Democrats destroy the economy, Brian. That's where you need to be shopping. (laughs) Exactly. And you can watch our show at the same time. Yeah, exactly. That was it. I think that's pretty much what I had. Uh, yeah, I do. I want to let you know yeah, that the InfoWars of... 1776 Super Sale has been extended, Brian. You get up to 50% Whoa, yes. off and double Patriot points with the promo code 1776. 
Nice. Hey, yeah, not pretending to get your best vitamins and minerals. And, and what is the thing for? Because of a nuclear attack, you got to get what is it? Oh, uh, iodine, collateral silver iodine. Iodine. You got to get. You got to get. You got to stock stock up on your iodine. And I take it every day. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When it, but I tell you what. <laughs> when you everybody go. else is dead, I'll be sitting here doing infection podcasts with my iodine and my ham radio, and you guys can You'll be suck glowing. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Tune in on shortwave for infection podcast. We'll be talking about the latest and Brian's beer talking. Stock tips. All right. Well, if <laughs> I don't you really know, if, if you want to find me, you can find me at Brian Aldridge on Gab Parlor, Getter, and Truth Social, or you can go to my uh, my blog, biteoftech.com. Of course, if you go to our website, infectionpodcast.com, make sure you go and join our Discord server on the upper right, where there's a news channel. Maybe there's a topic or you know a special uh, promo code or something we can use on Infowars stores. Uh, you can go post that in there. Uh, also, we've got eleven arc servers running. A lot of different ways. If you need to get a hold of one of us, that's the best way to do it. If you want to watch the live show, you can do that through Twitch and YouTube, or you can listen to the podcast um, after the fact uh, through the lower right-hand side. There's a lot of different platforms and ways to do that. And uh, we, what we do is we record the show, upload it when we're done. So if you are doing that, that means that the show notes for that particular episode are ready to go. So if you click on that particular episode, you can there's a video player, an audio player built in, and then links for everything that we refer to throughout that episode. So if you do do that, uh, maybe there's a video we were uh, watching during the show and you wanted to see that even though you're listening that's the perfect way just jump on there and you can watch it through youtube or whatever the link shows uh, if you want to support us there's a support option up top in the menu or infectionpodcast.com forward slash support brian as always thank you very much my friend greatly appreciated yep. and uh we will see you next week see you next week Alrighty, folks, thanks so much for joining us. You can uh, check me out on social media at Nicholas M. Craig on Twitter. NickCraig.com is my website where you can check out my uh, daily political antics with Wilmington's Morning News. That's going to do it for another episode of Infection. Don't forget, you can visit our website, InfectionPodcast.com, where you'll find uh, great show notes, uh, survival tips, and uh, promo codes for uh, InfoWarsStore.com. That's going to do it, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.